Hello and welcome back to Rambling with Rosie. I'm Rosie and I'm so happy that you're here spending another 40 minutes with me. I hope your day is going amazing. Today when I'm recording this is the day before this podcast is going live and it is Blue Monday which for those of you that don't know means that it's scientifically calculated to be the most depressing day of the year which I know is not a fun note to start on but um, I just think it needs to be brought to attention because I feel like January can and is stereotypically a sad month and today the 16th of January is Blue Monday. I don't know what makes it Blue Monday, I don't know how they figured that out but it kind of makes sense because I guess it's like after Christmas and everyone's getting back into routine. I got a Snapchat memory on my phone that said that two years ago today I was crying because I was so lost and I wasn't I didn't know what was going on with my life so I mean I can definitely see how this day can be sad I've had sort of a slow day so maybe that's why maybe just mentally I wasn't feeling like doing loads Um, and I haven't so I guess I've listened to myself but maybe that explains it anyway today's episode is with my good good friend Maddie I absolutely love this girl with all of my heart and I hope you do too she's just she's just sunshine in a person so um I'm really excited for you to hear this conversation we spoke about so many things a lot of them very um related to what's currently viral on TikTok which is the lucky girl syndrome um if you haven't heard of it it's basically girls saying that they're lucky and everything works out for them we get into it it's such an interesting topic because it's basically manifestation so we also got into talking about that um and then we spoke about a lot of anxiety related things as well Um, because Maddie suffers with it and she has a really interesting outlook on it so I hope you enjoy listening to that. Just for some background Maddie is a fashion content creator on Instagram and TikTok oh and on YouTube shorts because that's now a thing (laughs) Um, and she also works in marketing so it's all sort of related. She just started a job at The Guardian which I think is the most exciting thing ever but yeah, she is an incredibly clever, talented human being with an amazing insight on the world. So I hope you enjoy the podcast. Just before we get started, um, I want to say thank you to everyone that is sharing and liking and reacting to the podcast. It means so, so much. Um, so if you're doing that, thank you so much. And if you aren't, I would appreciate it so much if you could. Um, and also, I don't know if anyone will listen to the end. So I'm going to say this at the beginning. If you would like me to talk to anyone or there's anyone that you follow that you find inspiring that you would like me to like reach out to and see if I could talk to, um, then let me know. And if they're up for it, then we can make that happen because that would be really, really cool. And I want to know who you want to hear from. Um, I want to have a lot more guests on the podcast this year, so hopefully that's something that we can get up and running. But yeah, I really, really hope that you enjoy this episode. Here's Maddie. Hello. Why don't we start by you telling me a little bit about yourself? I hate that question, first of all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're starting with the hard ones. <laughs> I'm Maddie. I'm a fashion content creator. Um, majoritively, although it's not my job, it's a hobby. I do marketing otherwise as a job, all very similar. So what got you into like the content side of things, like the fashion? I guess as a child, I always posted and took photos of myself. As soon as social media came out, I was on it. I was begging mum for an account. I think I used my mum's account first. So like everything I did was under Philippa Ely. Like (laughs) (laughs) it was like my face. (laughs) Yeah, it was like my face on my weird statuses. (laughs) I always posted and took photos, but like random photos. I think the first photo I ever posted on Instagram as myself was 
um, I'd stuck Malwams wrappers with <laughs> <laughs> with water to the bath. I was in the bath and I took a picture of it in like a square. And that was and your I, Instagram debut. And that was my Instagram <laughs> debut. Do you know what mine was? No, it was, was my it? leg like folded and I was wearing these jeggings that had yeah. like a light brown stitching. And I took a picture of like the crease of my leg because I thought it looked cool. And I put like a, do you remember like Retrika or Retrika? Yes. The editing app. Yes. I put one of those filters over it and I was I like, had wow, put one of those filters cool. on my Malwam yeah. picture. <laughs> <laughs> and that was my Instagram debut. Well, I think that's quite a good debut, to be honest. Yeah, Better I think we started as we needed yeah. to go on. Exactly. Tasteful, <laughs> colourful. <laughs> Random. Yeah. So when did you start posting content like you post now? Probably COVID. It was, I was at uni in my third year and I started to think about the aesthetic of my photos. Right. And then lockdown happened and obviously I was bored out of my mind. And I think I started like going onto the explore page for the first time. It was the first time I ever took notice of it because before I was just using Instagram for friends. Yeah. But I realized there was other bits to the app and I saw these like fashion inside stuff with white walls mm. and I said to my dad I want to do that can we redecorate my bedroom so we stripped my bedroom apart I like started posting like kind of fashiony stuff but in little corners of my stripped down bedroom that I yeah. could find I think there's a photo on my Instagram and like I'd moved the mirror in front of a window and moved my bed but behind you can see that all the wallpapers like been stripped off. No way. Yeah, because I was so trying to crazy. get the aesthetic. So like we stripped all my, we changed the flooring. So I had like this aesthetic flooring in case I wanted to do like flat lays. And we made sure that there was a big white space that I could then do, use it as like a studio, I suppose, to do photos. So you literally wanted like a place to do all this fashion content and like take photos of your outfits and stuff. Like you must have known so clearly what it is that you wanted to do and how you wanted it to look like before you started yeah I definitely had like a really clear vision of like how I wanted my Instagram to look like I wanted it to be really clean and just about the outfits wow but at that point I didn't realize that that kind of meant that brands would then be interested because obviously you're showcasing the outfits yeah, in a really neutral. clear yeah way more than like normal posed outside of your bedroom yeah. shots so I started doing that in March and then I used hashtags and I started getting followers and then brands would reach out to me and I was like, oh, wait, this, this is more is than thing. just like a creative vision board for yeah. myself. And then I guess I started working with brands and then as soon as like we started coming out of lockdown, so I saw some girls do some outside photos and then I got my, my mind set on that. I was like, I need neutral, neutral background. Yeah. So I was scouring my tiny little village, which just has a pub <laughs> for like this perfect neutral background so that I could like do a fashion photo and it be more outside with a coffee. Yeah. I think I bought like a little Starbucks reusable cup. Oh, I love that. To like make it seem that I wasn't in the back end of then a... you don't actually need to buy a coffee yeah <laughs> yeah hold the cup yeah it was like i'm promise i'm like london not just some random village in the countryside <laughs> my local pub yeah <laughs> yeah and i'd drag my mum down there on your like one daily walk that you could get <laughs> and we'd do some shots that's so cool you were like fully committed to this yeah i was like this is that's when i realized like that's what i would well that's when i thought that that was what i wanted to do as a job do it you was still like... want to would you want it to be like a full-time job I'm not sure I could, I think it would take the fun out of it. Oh, right. I think my end goal is to find a career that I can do 
two three days a week mm. and then have this as like the other two days a week oh that's so fun. That i could have a mixture and also that you have a stable income but not like pressured yeah that's the ma- end goal i think but- that's it the second there's like a pressure on it like the second you're relying on it like with anything like i now rely on photography for income and stuff yeah. like that as soon as you have that there is an element of it that is i don't know you think about it more strategically and more um yeah mathematically i guess than just like the creativity that it is do you sometimes feel like because it's you have to, things have to do well yeah the photo shoots have to go well because yeah. it's, you're getting paid do you sometimes feel like that means you get stuck in the same pattern of doing the same stuff because it performs well definitely when something works i think with like um my online like um instagram and stuff when it's like creative it's the creativity that does well mm-hmm. so i guess that leaves a really open space for me to be creative plus that's not like direct income that's just sort of driving traffic and that's what I do like for fun yeah so it's okay there's not as much pressure but you're definitely right like with photo shoots or with like if anyone does anything creative that pays once you've done it a way that works like photo shoots I have like the whole regime from like people reaching out to like me sending them the photos and then getting a review yeah it's I found a system that works and it I suppose you like stick to it but that's like any job yeah but again like you said it is made it a job yeah so I guess it's like concentrating on making sure you're still personable and you're still making sure that each like individual experience is personal and like individual yeah Yeah. I never thought of it like that I guess there's like a element of robot mode yeah which is what I would not be worried like because when I was really heavily focusing on it as you've probably heard it was very strategic it was very like I need it to do this and I want to do that yeah whereas now I'm a bit more free with it I still use the same format I suppose like I've changed format from then yeah but I still have a robotic in that that's what I enjoy doing yeah but it just takes that pressure off if I wanted to do something completely different yeah like I could and it doesn't that surprises me though that you like it being like what doesn't surprise me is that you went at it with a very strategic and like sort of not like you know it was all plotting and like (laughs) it was a bit it was like (laughs) I'd write in my notes up right it needs to look like this and then it needs to do that that makes sense it's it's the feed planning as well yes exactly but I it doesn't surprise me that you like that because having known you Mm. I know that you like a plan and you like things to like work out the way that you plan them yeah and you're also very mathematical yeah. like for anyone that doesn't know maddie's kept it very quiet she's crazy smart <laughs> like she's unbelievably clever she's done a degree in maths yeah and is so like mathematical and just so like the way your brain works is it's so surprising to me that maths and creativity can work so well together like yeah. when i was in um secondary school or like when I was doing A-levels I did film and maths Mm -hmm. and I was the only person that did like maths further maths and film but I had to do it because that's the way the timetables worked out if I wanted to do them both I had to do yeah further maths as well so I wouldn't have chosen that but anyway yeah not the point (laughs) I didn't do further maths no it was grim be thankful you didn't no thank you plus I didn't really learn much more like once you were doing further maths it was it was like code it, it wasn't maths it was oh, like silly stuff yeah it was like fluffy I don't oh. know I hated it but anyway yeah I was the only person believe it or not that did film and maths yeah together um but 
now that I've met you and like I've met people that are in this industry I realize how much they actually go together do you find that maths and film or maths and like creativity and photography and stuff go well yeah well when going back to school when we were in school I was always good at maths and good at English yeah but I was always forced to to choose one yeah people say you're either good at one or the other yeah Yeah. but I was okay I was kind of like I guess okay at both right like slightly better than average I guess because you wasn't you weren't able to focus on one um I loved the creative writing I was that like nerd that would write stories and give it to my English teacher for her like as like extra something to do and I think I did poems and I would I think I won an easter egg or something because like they chose my poem as like the easter poem (laughs) yeah (laughs) see I think that's literally the only reason I did the poem was because I knew there was an easter egg in it I was like an easter egg at stake count me (laughs) absolutely I spent hours on that poem it was I think it was so stupid I reckon I still have it though (laughs) <laughs> but so yeah you're so like forced to choose one or the other yeah but when I'm doing my CV for like marketing jobs I make sure to say like how I kind of explain to them how I think maths and creativity go oh that's cool hand in hand and that's kind of how I try and um my selling point yeah is, is because it, I think it is something that people don't necessarily think it's definitely a unique combination yeah and I don't know I feel like because a lot of people that would listen to this podcast are in school and in school you do literally every subject Mm. and like even in life you're like juggling so many different things but I think the more you like look into it especially with things that are creative the more you realize that they do link up and like you use skills that you learn from like one subject per se or one aspect of life in creativity like I think that's probably why I love anything creative so much but especially photography because there's so much like maths behind it yeah like like instagram when you're doing content creation yeah an obvious one is that you will analyze the data that to make sure that your is your page growing what's doing the best and if you if you naturally do maths you're you can naturally see those patterns and naturally see people who haven't maybe or don't understand maths might not be able to easily look at something like look at that page and understand what's happening I suppose it's something you take for granted completely we totally take that for granted that we can just see the numbers and see which which style is doing what patterns yeah yeah oh my goodness I'd never thought of that just an obvious one that bit is literal maths and like understanding statistics and stuff yeah let alone with then how like logic which is comes from like the math side yeah. of your brain then works into creativity yeah 100 percent. the organization the that's like the left side right side of your brain i find that so interesting i think it's the left side of your brain is the logical one because obviously it controls the right side of your body yeah um and then like the right side of your brain is like the creative one i remember reading this thing about a woman that had a stroke and she had a stroke on just the left side of her brain and yeah. it like shut that side of her brain down and she did a TED talk. I wish I could remember her name, yeah. but she did a TED talk and she basically spoke about how incredible her life is because of the way she sees it. And it's like everything's really? so colorful and creative and she has no, she's like that side of her brain that is logical. Like you need to do this and you have to do that. And then that makes sense if you do this, yeah. like that bit's all shut down. So she has no wow. sort of logical worrying thoughts and obviously I'm not saying that the the left side of your brain is bad like obviously yeah. you have to have logic like we've just said yeah but like for her she's made the best out of that situation because yeah. she's just got 
a fun creative well, side of her brain working. I suppose that she doesn't have that like overthinking. Yes, exactly. Because she's just going with whatever she sees and how I guess she sees it in such a way that it's like, well, that's fun. So yeah, let's exactly. Go do that. It's like positive thinking all the time. Yeah, like she's just stuck with it. That's really cool. That sounds like to me like you know that thing on TikTok going around at the moment called the lucky girl syndrome. For anyone that hasn't heard about it, I think it originated from two girls that were sat in their car eating noodles sounds like us <laughs> relatable <laughs> and they're just sat eating noodles talking about an experiment that they did in college and how they say to themselves I'm lucky everything works out for me and everything did so they gave like a few examples and to me it sounds like manifestation and when I was like sure. reading up about it there was an article that said that it's basically delusional optimism <laughs> which is basically what that woman yeah. I suppose <laughs> I I love delusional optimism like oh, I don't sure. see anything wrong with it as long as you've no. still got that logic there be as long as, as it's not optimistic. like putting you into danger yeah like oh I can jump off this cliff because oh, everything works tiger. out for me yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll probably land in a boat and sail to Greece <laughs> and then be the new star of Mamma Mia <laughs> yeah it would be nice but I'm not that delusional <laughs> no but yeah I just think it's like the most it's the most innocent but actually genuinely effective thing that I've seen in a while on TikTok and I absolutely love it like I'm so here for it yeah well it's it's about that mindset change isn't it and as soon as you see a situation in a different way even if it's delusional (laughs) you're gonna be happy no matter kind of what the outcome is because you're just saying well the universe is making me do it this way so clearly it's the way it's meant to be I think that's it it's almost like trusting the process which is such a huge thing because obviously when you're doing something it's so easy for stuff to go wrong like with anything like yesterday (laughs) Maddie and I were doing a photo shoot we'd had this photo shoot planned for months like before Christmas way before Christmas and it was with a lollipop that Maddie had got uh, on like one of the first days wasn't it of December in your advent calendar yeah her boyfriend got her an advent calendar <laughs> or did a personalized one did didn't personalized he one, yeah and he found this secret candy store that I'm not allowed to know about <laughs> which I am so angry about by the way <laughs> and it's I had all these cute little treats and yeah he got me this yellow smiley face lollipop which was I just as soon as I saw it I think I texted you and I went yeah photo, photo shoot, shoot. yeah, yeah. But anyway so we we were talking about like optimism and like all of like positive thinking and stuff <laughs> And Maddie, oh my god, we even said like I'm so lucky. Everything I'm so lucky. <laughs> we literally were <laughs> we cha- chanting it as yeah. we were like unwrapping this lollipop. Yeah. And um, I opened this lollipop. <laughs> First of all, we realised that the smiley face that was on the front of this lollipop yeah. wasn't actually on the lolly. It was just, just on the wrapping. So that was the first thing. We were like, it's fine. We've got Sharpies. Everything works yeah, out. For everything us. works <laughs> out for us. <laughs> and then I dropped the lolly and it snapped. <laughs> literally just cracked in half in front of us and like rosie wanted to cry and i was like no we can fix it everything works out everything for us. works out for us we found matchsticks within a second melted it back together yeah everything works out i for did us. then spit co- coffee on <laughs> yeah, it <they laughs> spilled coffee over it <laughs> i don't know i just feel like because we kept saying like it's fine everything works out and in the end the photo shoot was so successful yeah lolly didn't fall apart once no so everything did work out for us everything did work out for us but i think the underlying thing is that you're not actually saying like everything goes perfectly because no. first of all, how boring would that be? <laughs> <laughs> and second of all, it's just like the sort of mindset around it that's making you go, oh, okay, it's all right. Like it, that was meant to happen. Yeah, it's, the, it's taking away the worry because yeah. it's, 
It's like, okay, that's happened. We'll just deal with it. Yeah, it was meant to be. Yeah, instead of worrying, oh no, the lollipops broke, the photo shoot's a disaster, which is what messages you got on Instagram, wasn't it? Saying, oh no, oh, what no, did what you do you then? Do? It's like, oh, we just fixed yeah. it. Yeah, we just stuck it back together with yeah. a matchstick. We just me- <laughs> melted and burnt it. <laughs> Didn't you say you used to make boiled sweets? Yeah, I did. I used so to make that's boiled how Maddie sweets. knew that melting it and putting it back together would, would work. Fine, yeah. But that's because everything works out everything for us. Everything works out for us. <laughs> this is what I mean. It just sounds like we're crazy <laughs> and we're absolutely delusional going, I'm so lucky everything works out for me. But I genuinely do feel... Like when you say that, you don't have to say that exactly, but you could be like, "No, yes, you do." Oh, that's the, <laughs> that's the exact chance. That's the no word changing. No, that's, that's exactly the chance. What you have to okay, say. Maddie's declared it. You must say it that way. <laughs> but having that like mindset just makes everything feel like it's working the way it's supposed to. And we had the happiest, best time, laughing and giggling. Oh so yeah, it, it, like nothing. We got it we on were... camera as well. <laughs> yeah. So everything did work everything out. Everything did. Us. Yeah. Now we have something to laugh about as well. Do you manifest? Um. Recently, I've started manifesting. Ooh. Yeah. I. I was. Um. I get it on my TikTok all the time, which is probably why I've seen the lucky yeah. girl syndrome come up as soon as it started going viral. So I think I had a TikTok come up onto my page. And it was showing me basic techniques. And some of them were a bit silly and a bit extreme. Like um, a lot of people do vision boards. Yeah. And I can't get on board with that. Why? Because it, it makes me feel like there's pressure for oh, me okay. to tick all those things off. And if I feel like there's pressure to tick all those things off, it actually does the opposite for me. Like my mindset isn't positive. It's like put my head in the sand. I don't want to do that. Right. So and that's kind of New Year's resolutions as well. I will never do new year's resolutions which are a form of manifestation yeah because it's, it's you saying by the end of this year i'd have done that yeah but so i think someone said a technique was thinking like it's already happened in the future yeah and that's what i've started to kind of incorporate into my life my dad doesn't quite understand it he does think i'm delusional <laughs> i think we were on like new year's day walk and we were talking about my content and i was like i said something about oh and uh you know and this will happen and I'll you know I'll be doing this and yeah this many followers and I'll uh this would be my job and yeah he was like are you okay I was like I like whispered to him dad I have to think like this it's manifestation yeah. like I'm doing a technique and he was like um okay yeah I was like it will work though because it's changing my mindset about Instagram yeah I was getting into a real rut with it feeling like nothing was working and yeah I, yeah, I just thought it. well everything I'm, I'm enjoying it this is this is what I want to do people like this yeah and it will end up like this and I just think looking into the future as though it's already happened how you want it to happen and then yeah. talking that way like talking in a way that oh, I'm an influencer and people l- like what they see. Yeah. Maybe they don't, but you can like make, trick yourself into yeah, thinking definitely. like that and then you'll do those steps to actually get to that point of, oh yeah, people are liking my stuff because, well, that's how that's I've changed. How I, I've just naturally yeah, changed it. it was going to go. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me of um, a book I read. Good, You've heard of Good Vibes, Good Life, right? Yeah. It's by Vex King, for anyone that doesn't know. It went quite viral a few years ago. I read it and he talks all about like vibrations and Mm. the way that you vibrate and like the basically the way you give out into the world and I always say this and will always say this that you get what you give yeah so I suppose it's the same thing with like vibrations they say like if you vibrate on a higher level Mm -hmm. then you'll attract things that are also vibrating on a higher level so if you imagine yourself I suppose in manifestation yeah as if something has happened and you like shut your eyes and imagine how you feel how you're thinking 
how yeah. people are responding, how you're mm-hmm. responding, like all of the emotions and all of the feelings that you'd have around something as if it's just happened. Yeah. You're literally celebrating or feeling like you like you would if it's happened in yeah. your body and in your mind. Yeah. You'll be vibrating on the level of that thing happening. Yeah. So it's more likely to happen. Yeah. And I know that when it gets into things like this, it can start to sound all like, um, you know, fluffy and like yeah. people can sort of tut and roll their eyes. But I do think that the message beneath it saying, you know, like it, it, you've got to believe that something can happen in order for it to happen. For sure. Then like it makes perfect sense. As yeah. fluffy as it may sound to some people, I think like the message that you get from it, however you say it, it's the same message. It's, it's the science behind it going back to like logical yeah. is that you believe it and therefore you believe it, you'll do those steps to make it happen. And that's no matter how, if that's forced or not forced, however you want to believe that that's happening, it will happen if you change your mindset around something and Mm. manifestation is just that tool to change your mind about it. Yeah, it's like having goals, but making them feel more reachable. Yeah, Yeah. Oh my goodness, I love that so much. Mm. I find it really interesting actually going back to the vision board thing that you don't like vision boards. I'd never really thought about like another way of thinking about them because obviously I had that podcast episode with Lucy and then I touched on them when I had the episode with Leah like I've spoken about yeah. them so much and I actually made a vision board um last week sometime. I saw that yeah that's what kind of reminded me about it yeah mm. and I I loved it I found it so fun like thinking about all of the things that I wanted to do and it for me it was the making it that I liked yeah and I did almost what you're calling like your manifestation method yeah of like when I was finding the images and like looking them up I felt like I would if I was in them like obviously I have like images of like mountaintops and camping and I have um a lot of like content related stuff I have a lot of like meditation related stuff and as I was finding the images felt like what that's what those images would feel like Yeah. yeah so I suppose again it's a method of that but I love and find it really interesting that you don't like vision board because I bet there's a lot of people that don't like New Year's resolutions and don't like setting goals in that way and would rather do it in a more gentle way like manifesting yeah in order to achieve them yeah definitely I think I could deal with the making of the vision board yeah I think it's the people then who have it as their like screensaver and (laughs) literally me (laughs) yeah and they put it all over their Instagram and I'm like I just I just couldn't yeah like some people some a lot of my content creators they do it I get it it's obviously such a fun thing to think about and I understand that most people love it um but they'll put it onto their story but they'll hide their some of the goals oh really yeah like they'll hide the number they've put if they've put a number of followers or hide the um, number of income or hide something or almost like they're embarrassed to reach that someone someone hid something and I thought that's because you then will feel pressure or you don't believe that you'll reach it that you're not believing that you're going to reach it because you're not showing people I want to reach 10,000 followers yeah you're just like scared to let people know that that's your goal yeah and then I just think well that's not going to happen because you're not actually believing that it's going to happen and then it's just the second you shy away from it you're yeah yeah oh my goodness Yes. I didn't realize people were doing that. Yeah, so that's why I just think I'm a bit. I think I did it one year and I literally hated it. I deleted it. I was like, oh <laughs> never my God, again. I just don't know why I've done that. Why? <laughs> like I did. I felt so much pressure, and I think that's probably because I do suffer with anxiety. So obviously, there I I there are certain things that might trigger it. Yeah, and that probably includes putting that sort of pressure on yourself that pressure on myself to reach these things. And if I don't, like more that I'll be so upset. What's the point yeah. in? 
in like upsetting myself yeah, when, when you not could reaching, just manifest <laughs> when you could just manifest it and just believe that it's gonna happen yeah. no deadline no this is my for a year it could be yeah. I could be manifesting for 50 years time yeah but I believe it will happen at some point in my life and you're and feeling I, it and I can just feel that joy from it now yeah oh my goodness I love that yeah I did want to ask you about that the anxiety thing mm-hmm. because I find this a really crazy thing about anxiety and I've like suffered with it in the past yeah but I don't suffer with it as much now I mm-hmm. don't think obviously everyone gets nervous and everyone has their shaky moments yeah. but there are people that live with it and yeah. I know that you live with it mm-hmm. um so obviously I can understand how you feel but I only felt it for a short amount of time yeah I just find it really interesting how you're such a like radiant and like fun person to be around thank you (laughs) you're welcome (laughs) but like how people can be that sort of fun and open and like happy Mm -hmm. but struggle with anxiety and I know it sounds small-minded to ask a question like this Mm -hmm. but I just want to know like do you feel that there's different parts of you or do you feel like it's all you and you just have different moods on different days because I know that you've like you've had anxiety when you've been with me before but it's not it's, I know that it wasn't as an extreme case or you hid it well or you dealt with it well because you were with someone and you didn't want it to show too much. Like, I don't know. I don't know how it works in your brain. So if you could like yeah. enlighten me. <laughs> no one's ever really asked this, I guess. Um, I would say, first of all, when I'm with you, mm. I have a lot less anxiety. It's very right. rare that I'll I'll have it because you're like not a comfort blanket but you've very quickly become someone that like is a really good distraction positive um when I feel anything I can just tell you yeah as soon as you can do that with someone it kind of it lowers lowers it I suppose we're always busy as well yeah we're always distraction distraction was a big thing in my therapy if I can be distracted doing something I'm enjoying Mm -hmm. it often gets rid of the anxiety almost not instantly but it distracts me from whatever yeah. I'm overthinking about and there and then I just forget that I was ever kind of anxious about it it was a big thing like um watching a movie my therapist say if you ever feel a bit anxious go watch a movie yeah um and that would really help and it was so silly like why haven't I thought of that before but when you're feeling when you're feeling anxiety kind of the world stops right so I would say when I'm with you I haven't experienced it I kind of think of my anxiety as a bit like the the book Jekyll and Hyde. I've, right. I've said this before. Like like Jekyll was the doctor and he was really lovely and happy and a really friendly person. Right. And Hyde was this like monster. Right. That kind of like ate away at people and wanted to kill people. Oh, I don't quite want to kill people. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine how anxious my you confessions are. of a murderer? No. <laughs> <laughs> but when I'm when I'm anxious, it does it changes your whole personalities. I have two personalities normally I'm a very sociable out not outgoing but I'm sociable and I'd say you're outgoing very personable I I want to talk to people I want to do stuff I'm very active I'm always like begging people let's go do this and let's do that but when I'm experiencing some anxiety so I've got like a bit of an episode of it over a week or something all I want to do is sit in bed yeah and I don't want to do anything I don't want to I sometimes I like to the point where I don't brush my teeth like it's disgusting but I just you just want to do absolutely nothing but that's why I try and it's not it's it's a different personality it's just a different it's a it's it's a part of me that I don't dislike because I'll never dislike 
that about me like it's who I am yeah. but it's just a slightly different side that a lot of people don't really see like my parents didn't even really know about it and they lived with me yeah until I literally said I can't I can't do it anymore yeah that's um, crazy do you yeah. try and get yourself out of it or do you know that it will just pass um good question I'll go back to my therapy she they give you lots of methods for it yeah and one of the methods is it's just a feeling emotions are not how you think right and it will pass and that and thinking like that is a really good way to not spiral it as soon as you start thinking about the emotion that you're feeling yeah it spirals into a lot more yeah but also it it's, it's difficult because like some anxieties just don't ever go and it's always you're always distracting yourself about it I don't know it's that tough question yeah I suppose you I mean you've obviously got through it every time you've suffered with it so you're doing something right yeah it's just all about knowing what works for the different types of anxiety I suppose when I sometimes experience anxiety when someone's traveling in a car and I'm waiting for them to come to me or I'm waiting for them to arrive somewhere that kind of anxiety is is a moment. Mm. It's only half an hour because as soon as they're there, it's fine. Yeah. But in that half an hour, I need to be distracted. Right. So I'm not thinking about it. At least you know that distraction is a good coping mechanism yeah. for you. Going back to like the lucky girl syndrome and the yeah. manifestation, do you feel like they help? Like having just definitely. that mindset to start with? Yeah, definitely. I mean, last night I've, I've been anxious about like a, a thing. And I was talking to my mum and um, she said, just have a positive mindset. And I switched it up within yeah. about five minutes. And then I didn't wake up with anxiety this morning. Yeah. Which is is amazing that that was able to, to change it so that powerful. extreme that I yeah. wasn't anxious at all. The brain it, is so scarily yeah. powerful. It's unbelievable. It's just like insane how you can just go, oh yeah, no, I'm positive. It's going to be fine. Yeah. And then suddenly you feel fine about it yeah and then most likely it will be fine you'll go well at least I didn't waste my time being worried about it which is the worst part is when you're like wasting your time yeah I think that's it I would suffer so badly with that you'd (laughs) wasting time (laughs) you'd be like oh my god my productivity I could be doing so much else and I'm just sat in bed crying (laughs) (laughs) this is not productive I'm getting up (laughs) yeah which is probably why maybe you not that you don't suffer it but like that probably really I know that the productivity thing is a, is a different issue yeah but that must help you because you don't want to sit in bed oh definitely the, the fear of sitting in bed alone would make you not do that whereas yeah. for me I'm quite happy watching tv all day or doing yeah. nothing or sleeping I remember there's a um person on oh she's on every platform she's even started a podcast now called Mel Robbins She's the woman that came up with the 54321 method, which is like when you ever want to do anything or get up or um, like get out of bed or do a chore, like anything, and you're really struggling to get yourself to do it, to count down from five and then just like zoom and do it. And then once you've done it, you're off, like you can do it. And I know it sounds so simple when she says this, but it's so effective. Anyway, that wasn't the point of mentioning her. That one. also reminded me of that ABCDEFG. I don't want to talk. <laughs> Five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> You've gone from like inspirational Instagram people to the Kardashians. <laughs> they all have valuable messages. <laughs> 
A, B, C, D, E, F, G. I'm done with the conversation. I'm so done with this conversation. Now. <laughs> that also works too. We should end the podcast just like, yeah. A, B, C, E, F, G. Oh my goodness. I'm yes. done with this podcast. <laughs> Anyway, she said in her, um, in something that she posted online about when you're lying in bed and when like you first wake up and then like your thoughts start racing and mm-hmm. you think of all the things that you have to achieve and all the stuff that's on your to-do list for that day and, and all of that, all the um, priorities and responsibilities that you have, they all sort of pile on you. And because you're yeah. like fresh-minded, mm-hmm. you've got so much space for all those thoughts to go in. Yeah. She said something about, uh, I think it's cortisol. When you first wake up, your cortisol levels are rising mm. to sort of get you up and ready, I guess. When you lie down and don't do anything with the cortisol that's now pumping around your body. Yeah it just gets worse so I suppose it's the same as like if you've got a bad thought then the cortisol comes in I think it's cortisol I could be talking absolute waffle right now but it's like a hormone or a chemical in your body that rises your stress levels so whilst you're adding stress to your thoughts so are the chemicals in your body and when you don't get up it's just going to keep growing so the people that start their day in bed and like struggle to get up it's like tough for them to get out of bed the longer they stay there. But yeah, I guess that's like, again, the logical science-y part of what we were talking about because it it just shows you that that actually is a scientific explanation as to why things are hard and like, it's not just thoughts. And like, like you yeah. said, emotions aren't thoughts and like, they mean nothing until yeah. you put an action to them. Yeah, exactly. Like your feelings can't don't have to control you. Yeah. You can you can feel anxious, but if you don't take notice of it, it will go. Yeah. If you don't overthink it and spiral it, it will go. That's like when you like on a big scale, if you like start your day with something that's gone wrong and then you go, Oh, today is so bad, you have literally manifested that day being bad and then like bad things happen. And I've had those days where like you're in a bad mood, you start it in a bad mood, then someone's rude to you probably because you've pulled a face yeah and then something else goes wrong and you're like this is the worst day ever but you literally bought it on yourself yeah because you've started it by going today is going to be bad do you know how I've like created actually this has just come to me but I've like created a habit to get out of that really and it's to have a cup of coffee oh because the coffee gives me energy coffee makes me really happy that's what I've noticed is when I have a cut glass of like a a shot of coffee or something yeah I get really happy and it changes my mind and I don't know if that's because I've created that habit of I have a cup of coffee and now I'm ready for the day and I'm ready to do whatever I need to do so if there's something that in my day that I really don't want to do I've had a really bad morning I'm like oh I really need to do this outfit real but I need to look happy and I Mm. I don't want to look miserable I'll just have like a cup of coffee and then I'm like a completely different person but not a different person as in I change personality it's just that mindset the whole emotion just changes and yeah it's mindset changing again but I've created this habit with having coffee which is so strange that That is so cool it sounds like you've created a a literal habit a mindset a ritual a ritual yeah I love that so you have a cup of coffee it's almost the action of doing something for yourself of like putting together a coffee which is again logical and like slightly creative it takes your mind off of yeah what you're doing, you're doing it's like 10 minutes yeah. of your day but yeah no I absolutely love that and I think for anyone that has 
sort of a habit that they want to make or break that obviously if you don't like coffee don't make a coffee or if you want to no. make it something else it could be going for a walk yeah. or it could be journaling or it could be like splatting paint at a bit of paper do you know what I mean anything that is fun creative will distract you from something that you're trying to distract yourself from make it a habit to like yeah. do that and then let it shift your day and then yeah. the, I guess the more you do it the happier you'll feel yeah if you can somehow attach it to something you already do or think about I guess like we've kind of started the habit of saying we're lucky everything's gonna work <laughs> everything's I'm gonna work lucky, out everything works out for when me, something becomes goes a habit. wrong though we've, yeah. we've attached that with that now we've, yeah. every time something slightly even if it's like a lollipop breaking or spilling coffee yeah we now say I'm lucky everything within just a couple of me. days yeah and if you can just do that yeah and switch on that switches your mindset I absolutely love that is there anything else that you would like to say? Because I feel like that's a really fun note to like close off on. No, I think that was everything that was on my mind. <laughs> You've got it all off. <laughs> yeah, this was like my journaling. <laughs> journaling for the day complete. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on Rambling with Rosie. This thank was you for so having fun. me. I love that we spoke about Lucky Girl Syndrome. Like I was so excited to talk about that with someone. Because we're so obsessed with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally. Um, well, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, then don't forget to like or comment or subscribe or do whatever you can on any listening platform you listen on. It means a lot and it actually goes so far. So thank you so much if you've done that already. Um, come and say hi on the Rambling with Rosie pod Instagram. Where can people find you? I am on Instagram, Madison Ely, which you can probably just find me on Rosie's stuff. Yeah, her face <laughs> is all over my Instagram as well. So yeah. you definitely see her there. Or TikTok, but equally, you can just find me on <laughs> Rosie's TikTok. We look the same anyway. Yeah, so. <laughs> we're being called twins at the moment. Yeah. So you might get confused. But yeah, I hope you're having a lovely day wherever you are. And I will see you next time. Bye. Bye. ABCDEFG. <laughs> ABCDEFG. <laughs> the podcast is over. <laughs>